Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Joseph Rodriguez, discussing books and topics on entrepreneurship and personal development. These audios are extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map used in the video or check out my other videos by going over to josephrodriguez.com. Intuition plus inner voice. I call this inner relationship. The relationship with your inner world, inner realm, subconscious realm, the depths of your being, the ever-realizing depths of your being, as well as characters, attributes, archetypes that exist in the world within. Our goal is to build a relationship with the world within so that we can reveal our heart desires, so we can bring forth our heart desires in the spirit of harmony with all, so we can experience the peace in the kingdom within, which is the world within, and live through what we call inspiration, which is facilitated by our inner voice, as in the conversation that we have with the depths of our being and our inner realm or inner world that facilitates the journey to the realization of what we are looking to experience in benefit for us, others, divine, and evolution. To reflect upon this deeper and to stimulate this discussion, let's reflect on a quote by William Blake. In your own bosom you bear your heaven and earth, and all you behold, though it appears without, it is within in your imagination, of which this world of mortality is but a shadow. So the quote implies that the reality or this outer world is a complete externalization of our imagination. Nothing has ever been created unless it has first existed consciously and subconsciously, or a combination of both, in our own imagination. Though it appears without, the source is within. It can be re-externalized in different shapes and forms from without. 
reflected as a result of affirmation of what is without to within, but the source is within. And what is also within is what we call the heart desires, bringing forth, we can say, innovation, if you're an entrepreneur, or unique experiences that you desire to bring forth, whatever it is that you desire to bring forth, the heart desires. David Hawkins brings up an interesting quote in his book, Letting Go. He says, we surrender our feeling by allowing it be there without condemning, judging, or resisting it. We simply look at it, observe it, and allow it to be felt without trying to modify it. A surrendering is the pathway to revealing our intuitive heart desire to bring forth into existence unique experiences and innovation, as mentioned if you're an entrepreneur, that is related to who you really are. It is the process of self-realization and becoming and experiencing more of who you really are. Surrendering. It is through the surrendering where we let go of condemning, judging, or resisting ourselves. We let go of it. And then we observe what shows up within. What shows up within is intuition, an intuitive-based idea or a desire. Now, whatever we feel deeply is impressed upon the subconscious mind, and the journey to the realization of the desire begins. Like with everything else that has been created, most of it is subconscious. However, what we're looking to create is what our heart desires. And once we feel it deeply, we know that it is done. We are on the journey to the realization of, or the fulfillment of that particular experience in the already complete reality, as discussed by Neville Goddard. See, to understand the desires of the heart in relationship to the thoughts of the mind is to harmoniously align with the visible and invisible forces in the spirit of harmony. What are we really doing when we imagine something that we have never experienced before that is in harmony with what we really want, our heart desire? We are bringing forth it into existence, or more accurately put, we have faith in the unseen reality that one day it will be in the seen reality. It will be brought forth. Now, what is bringing it forth? Well, it's thoughts, emotions, behaviors, circumstances, or as Neville calls it, the bridge of incidents, which involve visible and invisible forces in the spirit of harmony, as he had stated before, live in the end and you can hurt no one. Why? Because your heart desire has two benefits, you could say. Number one is a benefit for you and that experience bringing forth. And number two is the benefit for all. It's part of the journey of all. One of the reasons why we reflect and say it's part of the journey of all is as a result of bringing forth the heart desire, we follow the signs, hunches, synchronicities from within that 
can externalize in the outer world or reveal themselves through what we call inner voice conversations to guide the way in a way that is in harmony with the golden rule, do unto others as you wish done unto yourself. This is also what I refer to as purification of the mind. To purify the mind brings us into a higher degree of understanding about ourselves, our intuition, our heart desire, and what we experience is a greater degree of fidelity and connection with what we call the inner voice. The inner voice is facilitated by the subconscious realm via the archetypes, the characteristics, the attributes of ourselves, as well as the depths of our being, the very depths which I believe is ever realizing from what we call the kingdom within. So the goal then is not only to bring forth the heart desire, it is also to bring forth peace in the kingdom within, which externalizes as more and more peace, joy, bliss, ease in the spirit of harmony with all through experience in reality. You were born into this world as both human and divine. You have a human body and you are divine. You have a human personal body and you have a spiritual body. To find peace is to find harmony with your physical and spiritual body. We're aligning them otherwise known as surrendering or being in alignment with the divine will. Now, how is this experienced? Well, James Allen says, a man will reach the kingdom by purifying himself. And he can only do this by pursuing a process of self-examination and self-analysis. Now, the very process of self-examination and self-analysis is done on the journey. There is what you desire to bring forth, the heart desire, and then the externalization of that heart desire, the experience, which was once in the unseen reality, now in the reality, as in you have fulfilled the experience. Through the journey, you experience this purification of the mind. If you reflect back on any journey that you have had to the destination that you desired to see brought forth that was brought forth, you realize that you let go of certain doubts, indecision, or as David Hawkins puts, condemning, judging, or resisting beliefs within yourself about who you are, your relationship with people, environment, circumstance, information, and environment, and what you desire to create both that particular experience that you brought forth and future desires, future heart desires. What you also notice is a deeper connection with intuition. Intuition is the connection with the depths of the being. Intuition is the guidance as well as the revealer through experiences in which we can then self-examine and self-analysis based reflect upon to understand ourselves more so and let go of further condemning, judging, or resisting. Florence Scovel Shin shared with us a very important statement. The kingdom is the realm of right ideas or the divine pattern. 
right ideas or divine pattern. This divine pattern is found on the journey and is realized upon retrospect after you bring forth what you desire. As Steve Jobs had mentioned in his commencement speech, connecting the dots looking backwards. After a while, you realize that when you connect the dots looking backwards, the way you thought it was going to be brought forth wasn't necessarily exactly or even close to how you planned or imagined the journey would be. Now, you imagined the end result, but you did not imagine the journey, which is actually in harmony and perfect because the journey happens through us. So we let that be. We let the journey happen. We allow it to happen. And if we would like, we can reflect back on the journey and understand the divine pattern. And we may even reverse engineer that divine pattern and say to another person, this is how you do it. The truth is, is that's one way of doing it out of many ways of doing it. And it may work for somebody else and there may be some commonalities and similarities. But the important thing to realize is that if we really want to build this relationship between what we desire, the heart desire, experiences, as well as fulfillment in the spirit of harmony with all, then we want to understand that we were guided and we continue to be guided more so by our intuition. If you speak with anyone that has brought forth a number of different desires beyond what they thought they were capable of, but they had faith that they were going to bring it forth, it will be very apparent that they have a high degree of what we call self-confidence. Another way of looking at this self-confidence, when we talk about self-confidence, is a person trusting themselves, the depths of their being. Otherwise, being intuitive. They're very intuitive. They also have an ability to understand themselves really well. They have an inner voice connection. And one way of looking at this in reflection to this particular discussion here is what they have been doing on the journey is aligning human will with divine will. As mentioned, we are born into this world with a human body and a divine body, a spiritual body. Neville says, man can decree a thing and it will come to pass. Man has always decreed that which has appeared in his world. He is today decreeing that which is appearing in his world and he shall continue to do so as long as man is conscious of being man. Nothing has ever appeared in man's world without what man decreed that it should. This you may deny, but try as you will. You cannot disprove it, for this decreeing is based upon a changeless principle. As in, whatever we believe to be true, whatever we impress within, whatever feeling we affirm, will externalize in some shape or form to reveal the affirmation within. This is the essence of affirmations. Beyond the affirmative statements, and I'm a huge fan with working with affirmations, we can also affirm with visual imagery. We can also affirm via the inner voice conversation. And I actually recommend 
affirming with the inner voice conversation and creating affirmations that are a reflection or a writing sequence, conscious stream of writing sequence based on inner voice conversations because they are from the depths of your being and they are based on the accurate way that you know as you learn to trust yourself more on how to bring forth what you desire to bring forth. And it may be unique to you. The will of aspects within the subconscious that are not brought into conscious understanding relies on overly intellectual interpretations of the five senses. Otherwise, we call this being stuck in our head or beta brainwave frequency. What we want to do is be more in perhaps alpha or theta brainwave frequency, which is more subconscious flow, conscious stimulation, but mostly subconscious. It is when you are mostly subconscious, and meditation is a big facilitator of this, or picking a task and seeing it all the way to completion by being in flow, by working with the concept of flow, and I'll put a link in the description for Flow by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, which I recommend everyone read that book because active meditation and passive meditation are two ways, and I recommend combining both, to bringing yourself more into a higher degree of subconscious expression and as a result of being more subconscious than conscious, you experience more of this inner voice conversation. When you experience the inner voice conversation or the inner dialogue, you understand that it speaks from spirit of harmony, from empowering. So I'm not speaking about the inner voice dialogue of force or we call ego-based thinking. There is a voice beyond that. Once we release through the journey of self-analysis from that programming, which we'll talk about in a moment, eight self-analysis questions that were inspired by the self-analysis questionnaire by Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, and I'll put a link in the description for the video that I did on the complete self-analysis questionnaire. We can use self-analysis to discern between the true inner voice and aspects of our own consciousness that may appear as the true inner voice, but we can discern. Otherwise, we categorize that as the ego voice and we can discern so that we can receive the accurate instructions, the hunches, the inspirations, and observe as the outer world circumstance reflects signs, synchronicities, and related in a way that we know, knowing, which is essentially what intuition is, knowing, wisdom through knowing, you know, you can feel it, you know. A lot of times you know beyond words. You'll know, and you might not be able to articulate it in words, but you will know. I know in my journey in earlier stages, I had a lot more of a knowing than the ability to articulate it and put it into words, but I cultivated my communication skills. So I have a greater ability to put it into words, but it's not required. It is simply understood within. So the will of aspects within the subconscious that are not brought into conscious understanding, that means we have subconscious programming within ourselves that is bringing forth, willing into existence that may not be in harmony with what we desire to create. But those externalizations through self-analysis can help us understand what is going on within so we can assign the programming within or re 
align the meaning within, beliefs, assumptions within, to a higher degree of divine will through the concept of self-analysis. And we'll talk about that in a moment. Now, the way to acquire this is through experience. That's why it's very important when you create success that you reflect back on your journey and you observe the unique characteristics and attributes and experiences that were distinct to your own experience so that you can realize that you know how to tap into this even more. You know how to find your own unique way. It's been done. You've done it many times. All of us have done it. We have to trust that we have the ability to do it again and again. That's why journaling and creating success and journaling your success is very important. Now, through that cause and effect reflection, we find the accurate beliefs and assumptions and perspectives and ways of looking at reality that further affirm themselves through the reflections, through the conscious reflections, which is a form of affirmation. It's a reaffirmation. What happens is that further affirms that particular identity, which we call the higher self, which is ever realizing to further depths of your being. And this journey continues. So here are eight self-analysis questions that could really help you facilitate a deeper level of connection with your intuition by removing certain kinds of beliefs and assumptions or letting them go, which are usually based on, as David Hawkins puts, judging, condemning, or resisting by releasing them, letting them go, so that you can build a deeper connection to your inner voice, which you already have. And we are just further facilitating, which is part of this journey. That's why I always say the journey is as valuable as the destination. Here are some questions. Have I attained the goal which I established as my objective? One of the reasons why we want to ask this question is because when you bring forth a goal or you bring forth what you desire, you can reflect on the journey and you'll have an accurate way of reflecting on the journey. If you have not brought forth your goal, then you are still on the journey. And once you create something, it's easier to reverse engineer and reflect back and find the commonalities that are based on who you really are and how you choose to interpret reality from the perspective of your imagination and further affirm those attributes so you can further encourage those, we call them capabilities, behaviors, or environments as discussed using the Robert Diltz model, and I recommend studying the Robert Diltz model. I'll put a link in the description. We want to find commonalities about ourselves, and we want to encourage those attributes in ourselves. Number two, has the spirit of my conduct been harmonious and cooperative at all times? So as Neville puts it, this entire existence is us pushed out, us externalized. And we want to see everything as contributing to the best of our ability more and more so each day. And we want to seek to understand what has been externalized. And we know that we are being more of that each day by the level of cooperativeness that we have with people, environment, circumstance, and information, which is part of the journey. Now, again, this helps us with our inner voice and intuition because the intuition is cooperative. It's from the one mind. The core is the one mind. And the inner voice 
allows us to reflect back on the self-analysis questions and through the conversations within, with the attributes, characteristics, archetypes, and elements that exist within ourselves, in our own imagination, we can understand ourselves even more and bring us to a higher degree of peace, as referred to as peace in the kingdom within. Have I been persistent in following my plans through to completion? Very important. All of these help us reveal about ourselves, our congruence, our ability to yield completely to the being within, fears, doubts, and indecision, states of mind that we're assuming and identifying with on the journey so that we can reflect and adjust accordingly. Have I reached decisions promptly and definitely on all occasions? If you have a high degree of trust with your inner voice and relationship with the world within via intuition and inner voice, then decisions are arrived promptly. And if you are unable to arrive to a decision on something, you let it be. You understand that there is a process that is happening, part of the divine will, and you trust it. And you'll know you'll arrive to the decision when it is meant to arrive to the decision, which is a form of decisiveness. Have I permitted any or more of the six basic fears to decrease my efficiency? As outlined in the Think and Grow Rich book, which is one of my favorite books, fear of poverty, fear of ill health, fear of old age, fear of death, fear of criticism, and fear of loss of love of someone. Have my relationship with others been pleasant or unpleasant? Very important. What you do unto others, you do unto yourself. What is your relationship with others? Do you wish well? Have I been open-minded and tolerant in connection with all subjects? Have my opinions and decisions been based upon guesswork or accuracy of analysis and thought? See, the goal is building a relationship with the heart and mind. The heart desires, the mind creates. The mind thinks, and we don't want overthinking. We want accurate thinking. And the self-analysis is not designed to overthink, but rather to reflect and stimulate the conscious mind into understanding and affirming on the subconscious realm what is accurate and related to bring forth a deeper level and a more higher fidelity conversation with the inner voice, one of understanding that is facilitated by the intuition that is guiding to the realization of what you desire to create. And when you experience what we're talking about here and you enjoy this journey, you find peace in the kingdom within. Now let's talk about inspiration. Because when you have a desire and you want to create something or you want to experience something or you want to bring it forth in the already complete reality, whatever way you choose to look at it, we're guided by our intuition via our inner voice. It doesn't necessarily have to be inner voice, but that's the one that works really well for me, the inner voice conversation. It could be visions, hunches, inspirations. But I put them all in the realm of inspiration. And inspiration is actually found within. You can be inspired by what you hear or experience or learn from the outer world. But it's really what resonates with you based on your inner world, 
inner voice conversation or intuition that is referred to when I say inspiration or inspiration can be found within through your own inner conversations, invisible counsel, dialogues, and conversations with attributes of yourself, characteristics, characters within yourself, archetypes exist within your own subconscious or inner world realm for inspiration. Neville says, the principle of least action governs everything in physics from the path of a planet to the path of a pulse of light. Least action is the minimum of energy multiplied by the minimum of time. So what we're looking for is efficiency, bringing forth from a place of precision rather than unnecessary complexity. And I'm speaking about unnecessary complexity, not to devalue complexity. Complexity is important, and so is simplicity. But I'm talking about unnecessary complexity and convolution. Therefore, in moving from your present state to the state desired, remember, we're just moving through states. You must use the minimum of energy to take the shortest possible time. Now, this is found through your intuition. You find it within, which is part of the journey. You're building a relationship with the depth of your being within. Your journey from one state of consciousness to another is the psychological one. So let's reflect upon that again. Your journey from one state of consciousness to another is a psychological one. As stated by William Blake again, in your own bosom you bear your heaven and earth, and all you behold, though it appears without, it is within, in your imagination, of which this world of mortality is but a shadow. So your journey from one state of consciousness to another is a psychological one. So to make the journey, you must employ the psychological equivalent of least action. And the psychological equivalence, mere assumption. We have to first believe that we have the ability to do this. And one of the ways that I worked with this over the years was when I first heard in Think and Grow Rich, he had said, if you believe that money is a result of hard work alone, perish the thought. And I grew up believing that money was a result of hard work. So I worked very hard to create money. Then when I accepted that idea, I started to experience it more so and realized from my own perspective, the accurate inner voice conversation and intuitive meaning surrounding money was creating products or services that benefit the lives of others by multiplying quality, quantity, and spirit of service, also inspired by Think and Grow Rich, and done from a place of doing what I love to do and what can benefit the lives of others. And I started to release from the idea of force-based assumptions surrounding money and the creation of it and started to experience reality from that perspective. That all was found through inspiration as well as connection via my intuition to what I desire to create facilitated, and I just shared with you, the statements that came through my inner voice. The importance of inspired action via intuition. So always remember, intuition is the guide and the teacher from within. It's the guide and the teacher as you reflect upon perhaps the self-analysis questions. What we think about regularly enters into our life in often unexplainable ways and can be tracked back to what we believe. So the inner voice conversation and our intuition guides us to how our belief creates reality, as well as helps us understand, if you want to know, 
how the unexplainable ways work. But really, intuition is trusting that these unexplainable ways do exist, and you're going to allow yourself to be guided from within to have the end result. So you can, if you want, at the end, after bringing forth the end result, reflect back and reverse engineer. Intuition can both teach us about what we believe and also guide us to the destination which also brings forth aligned beliefs. When you create success or you bring forth a vision or you bring forth something in existence, you grow, you evolve, you align more so with who you really are. And what you'll find is you'll have a different set of beliefs or more accurate beliefs, and you'll be more resonant with these beliefs that you have uncovered. And as a result, you will experience a higher degree of self-confidence. And that self-confidence has the attributes of intuition and inner voice built into them. It's part of it. Now, the concept that really fascinated me from Thinking Grow Rich when I read it was the concept of infinite intelligence. And he said, somewhere in there, that sixth sense and infinite intelligence, and I'm paraphrasing, can really only be understood from applying the previous principles in the book. In other words, seeing things till completion, working with the previous principles. So as I began to work with it, I started to further understand this concept of infinite intelligence. The idea is that we all have a connection within to this infinite intelligence. The infinite intelligence is the source of our heart desires, and it is understood from an individualized perspective by each person. Through imagination, the finite mind has direct communication with infinite intelligence. So with imagination, all things are possible. If you can imagine it, then it already exists in the already complete universe. It's really up to you if you want to see it brought forth, if you want to affirm it to be so. Hunches and inspirations are received as inner voice, image, or other sensory stimulus. It is by this process where opportunities, resources, signs, and synchronicities are revealed to us. So let's take the entrepreneurial perspective. Opportunities, resources, relationships. This is what we have to work with. Now, our ability to align with this and see the connections is found through our inner voice conversation when we have a relationship to infinite intelligence within via our, in, our own intuition. If we're too stuck in our head in the, you could say, beta brainwave frequency most of the time, we'll find we won't have much of this connection. That's why it's important to maintain flow, maintain a state of mind that implies flow state. Flow state is a state of mind, and you'll find that you'll have a greater ability to connect with your intuition. You'll see more signs and synchronicities, as well as facilitate a more accurate and higher fidelity inner voice conversation, which will result in you being able to see the opportunities and understand how to work with them in a way to bring forth what you desire. Number two, plans are received at the right time. Treat this plan as sacred and with unconditional love by acting upon it. Because when you receive inspired action and you act upon it, it further builds the connection with your intuition. You will further establish a deeper harmony and understanding and resonance with your inner voice. You'll listen to it more. You'll hear it more. As well as further Elements will reveal itself on the journey in which the cycle repeats itself till you bring forth what you desire if action is required. Throughout perhaps unknown ways, your subconscious mind draws upon the visible and invisible forces that harmonize with the most practical resources available. 
So the way this works is that once you believe it to be so that you're going to move to the destination, you automatically begin to guide yourself from within via the intuition within. Now you'll still work with thinking, but I always recommend being in harmony between the thinking mind and the feeling heart. As they work together, or as they align more so together in the spirit of harmony, what ends up happening is you will have efficient thoughts, emotions, behaviors, or aligned and accurate thoughts, emotions, and behaviors that guide you, as well as you'll see more signs and synchronicities. And you'll notice that through your experience, you get to the destination and it's going to seem very obvious to you. And upon reflection, it's going to have a certain meaning to you. And if you ask somebody else to look at how you got to the destination, they're going to interpret it from their perspective. They might say you're lucky. They might say that you work really hard. And whatever it is, is really also how we believe that they're going to interpret it, but we don't have to go that far. And you could choose to go that far if you want and realize more so how reality or the outer world is a complete externalization of the consciousness within. However, for the sake of the discussion of this video, it's really important to remember the key important distinctions, which is that your inner voice is facilitated and it's part and related to intuition, which is a conversation with the depths of your being, which includes the entire subconscious realm. And the process is really building a relationship with yourself or being your own best friend. And a good book to read is How to Be Your Own Best Friend. That book will further help facilitate this. And I'll put a link in the description for the discussion that I've done on it. And in grand summary, there's your heart desire, that what you desire to create. The moment you affirm it in the subconscious realm and you know it's going to be done, you're on the journey to the realization. And you can, on the journey, trust your intuition and your own inner voice that will reveal itself and maintain that consistency, which is really a result of maintaining an ideal state of mind that is in harmony with what Neville calls the feeling of the wish fulfilled. You've been listening to Insights and Perspectives, discussing books and topics on entrepreneurship and personal development. These audios are extracts from my YouTube videos. You can download a copy of my mind map or check out my other videos by going over to josephrodriguez.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.